0: Welcome to Do a Blessing CNS Church London's podcast, sharing the good news weekly. We hope you are blessed by today's message. Oh Lord, we give you praise, we, we honor you. For how far you brought us for what you are doing, for what you continually do. Lord, we say, let your name be glorified in the name of Jesus. Father into your word with hearts lord that you will honor yourself again in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen amen Jesus name. Praise the Lord. Amen. amen. I think I'm very safe in some distance that I can um, not use the, name, the face not. God grants us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. We've been talking about a couple of things, and I, for the last, um, so just the announcements that was made about what we're trying to do is to begin to heal our regular selves as we, the lockdown um, begins to ease and regular contact begins to come into place. Doesn't mean that it will totally change from what we what we're doing now, but it's just for us to be able to, you know, certain things we might not be able to do initially before because of lockdown, because we need people coming in and things. But as we on um, as we go down we would we would continue to uh, that will continue to change in the name of we thank and God will help us all in the name of Jesus Christ. So the good thing is that we're going back to this, you know, the school is open. We have other facilities are open to us around there. So, um, and the anniversary, please, you know, um, we would be welcoming everybody. That room at the back, as we see it, the, just as you can see, this is collapsed. The doors, the walls will collapse, so you would have, we will have this room and that room. So we will be able to have a bigger room and maybe, We like seeking and initiate something around this area to open up this also and things like that. So it would it would accommodate everyone. God bless us in the name of Jesus Christ. So as we look at this topic the technical people working on slides, amen. Um, as we look at a topic we've been talking with recently more and more around around the around the um, around the, the uh, what's it called? The church. The body of Christ. The church. And even last week sorry, the week before we were talking about, you know, your what, what God has called us to do. And as we Move even closer to the. Um, so uh, I think. Oh okay, okay, As we move closer into the um, into the anniversary, let's call it anniversary. Oh. Um, as we move closer into the anniversary, it's important that we we would we would start to look at what exactly. Thank you. What exactly? Is, is God expecting as you prepare for anniversary? Or maybe what we may call um, the anniversary call. And this is what we are going to, this is what our sermon is going to be around. And as we begin to look at it, see when you, it is important that when you are invited to a party, you, you know, when you are invited to a party there is Always what to wear, and 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 the expectation is that you know if they say it is native, you don't turn up in in trainers and uh, in, again, you get a all those kind of stuff. And as we begin to look at this closely, you will begin. To, it is important that we understand what who we are celebrating and who God has who, 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 what what it means to God. When Jesus was given birth to, and people were and they, they were they, they were asked to bring the offering to him. The offering they bought to Jesus was a very unique offering. It is not an offering you will give to any child and I'm just passing by this as we go forward. Is We see the, um, the, um, the, the three things that was presented to Christ. The gold, the frankincense, and the mail. Now, the gold is what you present to a royal person. The gold means that this person is the king. Funky incense is what they use. You can see the last word, incense. The frankincense is what they used to. Um, they used they used to worship a god or a deity or something, a spirit. And mayor is what they used to prepare people when they want to die. They use the men to embalm them. Can you imagine somebody turning up in in uh, what's it called at a naming ceremony? And they say, what do you have to give this child? Said, I have a casket. you will be like, you will buy them the little Jesus." <laughs> but when this, I, honestly, at times I try to imagine what went through the mind of Mary when those men turned up with those gifts. I have given back to a child you are turning up with incense. What am I supposed to do with incense? I have have given back to a child you You have turned up with uh, things they used to embalm a dead person. But what this meant is that what this meant is that if Jesus if you are worshipping God And you are giving thanks to Him, and you do not you do not have a perception of Him in these three dimensions as your God, as the King over your life, and the One that died on the cross for you. That thanksgiving is something is missing. Does that make sense? I'm saying this because as we begin to look at as I, as we begin to look together as, as packaging our offering it is important that the death of Christ is key, which is your salvation. It is important that you realize that you are approaching a king. It is important that you realize that you are approaching God himself. And these things have always been at the heart of the Christian of the Christian journey from the very beginning. Because everything has been recognized, but it seems like these three important things about Christ has always been under attack, even within the Christian body. When I mean within the Christian body, you begin to read it even when Paul will begin to write and Paul will say that if any if if the if spirit comes and says that jesus did not come in flesh he said he said let that spirit be cursed why because those three things are extremely key even in our christian journey that is why when when you begin to see the enemy church become to try to make people remember I am not against churches that don't read it. But the reason why you read the Missing Creed or the Apostles Creed is so that you will not forget these three symbols. You are not reading it just to, it it is a regular, it is, you are reciting it. What is a creed? A creed is a statement of belief. So we begin to see can I just, we begin to see the Nicene Creed and the Apostles' Creed. You will see that the Nicene Creed was more focused on Christ because it was something that the, the early church, the Pauls, the the Peters, were releasing to the body because people were already forgetting the major essence. Of the body of Christ. So they will say, rise up for the Apostles' Creed. What they are saying is that rise up to declare your belief sister. So it becomes, he, he said, you begin to read, the Apostle said, I believe in God the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, and things like that, you know, and you get to a point, he said, he, said, he, said, he said, who died and resurrected. So when Christians gather and they read the creed, they are declaring their statement of faith. But how many of us really see those things even as we make these declarations? The church again began to try to put these major milestones in the in, in the part and aspect of the church so that so that Christians do not forget so the early church you would see this also as Paul began to talk about collections and things like that they said the, the, they began to do services at the first day of the week I understand all the historical background that people talk about the Greek the god of son or whatever 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 it is it is not, whatever the Greek calendar follows, what the Christian did is that, whatever you call it, what is the first day of the week? Now, the reason why Christians got that on the first day of the week is because Jesus resurrected on the first day of the week. So that Christians, again, will not forget that the reason why we are gathering on this day is because that is the day that Jesus resurrected. resurrected. The early the, the church was trying to make sure that Christians don't forget the major reason why they are gathering. But if you have an average Ab- Christian, why are you gathering on Sunday? We don't need to walk. And you will see it in John chapter 20, verse 1. You know, if you read, if you read other translations, like the this Alicante, they will say, on the first day of the week. But the NLT will tell you, on Sunday. Why? Because that was the first day of the week. Please remember that those who, who, who gathered on the first day of the week, they were Jews. And the Jews till today, on that Sabbath, on Saturday. But the key was to make sure that Christians do not forget, so they will say, "You know what? What are we? If we are not. We may not. We we will all die." Peter, I can imagine Peter thinking, "We will all die." But how can our children not forget? That's the key major thing is the death and resurrection. Do the own signs on Monday, it's not a problem. But don't still forget that the Sunday, each time you see Sunday, that you are remembering the death and the resurrection of Christ. So anything I'm trying to push that as we begin to look through the anniversary, and you begin to see that, see, whatever you are going to do. It is important that the death and resurrection, the reason why, is not forgotten. Do you know that Jesus? I love chicken. I love Christmas. (laughs) 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 That's why Jesus never told anybody to celebrate his birthday. Have you read in his Bible to celebrate my birthday? You can. And please, it is important. But, see, if you celebrate this birthday and you don't understand the meaning of Easter, then you better not even forget it. Because when Jesus was going, Jesus said, This is my. Make sure you do it as often. As often. What was he saying? Don't forget. This is the one you should not forget. That I die. That's why Paul was talking about when I was talking about the Paul said, ah, the day that he died, he gave his body. You know? And those things, ah, that is the key of the body of Christ. See, nobody, the, there is no offense. It is good. There is no that you gather to celebrate Christ that doesn't matter. But what he said, even when you are celebrating Christmas, remember in your mind that the person you are celebrating is the one that died. And the question is, why did he die for me? So if I'm celebrating Christmas and I go and meet my numerous girlfriends and they're celebrating Jesus, you know (laughs) it. You got that to say, ah and he's on, you know, he's tired. Ah, we're gone. I got this, you know, you know, it happens this, you know, it happens in life. I don't see see people who go to bad day, um, me say no, Now I ask them. That many say, how was it? Ah, it was good. Is it a boy here again? this <laughs> <laughs> i give back to the Name mother. Eh? So what did you go there to do? <laughs> I just heard. Yes. I just heard that are celebrating Easter, celebrating Christmas. They are just eating. The child itself, nobody remembers. You know, there are some people they call, I don't no. know, the um, the best English I can put it. I branch. <laughs> ah, in those, in those, in university, there are some people that I am, you say so, bad. where are you going? I'm going to this person's bad day. Before you know it, some people are already putting on their clothes to follow you to a bad day, they will not invite to you. <laughs> so by the time you step out of the hall, you'll be like, ah, what's going on here? Ah. Well, like, let's, let's just go together. <laughs> You know, then, because I was passing, I said, Pastor, nobody will ask us questions. I said, But when somebody said, Come and pray for me on my day, because I said, Hey, he said, He's cooking, hey, no problem, we'll tell her that they should give you off. I think, said, oh, Why is somebody, we never get this. And, I, went, ah. and I, 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 I finished with him and Hey, please, we are here, we are his disciples, we are here. And I said, so, provide something for the Lord this, I'll be like, you know, I have some very good friends. They'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> they'll provide something for the Lord. What is, what, what is, this, like that? But there's nothing like, say, please, sister, don't worry. I'm sorry. Next time I'm going to tell you why I'm doing that. <laughs> like, so after you don't agree, that very easily, to to not You know, and you have people like that. God bless us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, as we begin to move even closer to harvest or or, 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 or anniversary, it is important that we understand that as you present everything before God, God is looking for something. He is looking for something. The Bible, Jesus began, began to try to bring it closer in John chapter 15. That jesus said i no longer call you servants i he said he said because because the servant does not know what his master his master's business instead i have called you friends for everything i have everything i have learned from my father i have made known to you he said you did not choose me but i chose you, but i chose you and appointed you so that you may bear fruit In now said when you are gathering your fruits, there is a particular kind of fruit I'm looking for. He said, A fruit that endures forever. That means a fruit that has eternal value. So when you gather your fruits, God is saying, Yeah, thank you. But where is that one? The fruit that I'm expecting from you. That has eternal value. And as we begin to look at, it, I just want to just take a couple of steps backwards just to a couple of weeks that we've been kind of looking around these issues is to understand that everybody, every everybody is chosen by God, everybody is appointed. As long as you call, you believe you are the friend of Christ, you are called to bear fruit. He said, I have appointed you. That means you have an appointment letter with God to bear fruit. And God has also put, you know, Ephesians chapter chapter 4, verse 11 to 12. He says, and we've talked about this quite of, of, often. He says, Now these are the gift of gift, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. The mm-hmm. Bible says he gave some apostles some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work. You know people who say, I'm a pastor. No, that is not not scriptures. Their job is to equip you so that you can do God's work. The church is not a place where, you know, I said a couple of weeks ago that when you can the, the tabernacle of Moses, there is no chair in the place. I the chair of God. So if you are sitting down, God must be standing. Oh. up. God grant us understanding and really Amen. Like I can never one day I was, I was in the church. I was in. You we were doing. that song was, you know, when you are praising the grade, that song is just almost like off key. Everything was off. So I just sat down. And we were standing up and things like that. And I had God say to me, Hey, is it you that they're singing for? He said, So why are you sitting down? So <laughs> they are singing, they're sitting down. So that means you are the one that they are worshiping. People have people, been people seeing that gradually, gradually, I just, I just think up. Not, they are sitting here sitting down. God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. So every one of us is called, and you know, in the season of, um, in in the mood of, don't need to offend anyone, but you know, I'm like, here, nor there, and um, the, the people I support, they, they not even dream of it, so. So in the season of thanksgiving, uh-huh. amen. You know, there was this man, you know, I don't, don't know eat. if you've heard about him before, Kaka. Kakao on the greatest platform I understand, on the greatest platform of football, he chose that platform to declare the name of While everybody was popping champagne, he faced the cameras. Whether the guardian agrees with him or not, every newspaper carried it. It became a conversation. People began to say that, you know, okay, you know, he was invited, he was talking, he began to talk to people about about his thing. Even at the highest level of football, he chose to face the camera and do his own work. Do you know that? No, I don't know which church he attends, but his pastor can never have the amount of crowd. Do you know many people watched Champions League last night? Champions League is more watched than the food uh, what's it called? Um World Cup final at times. So all the billions of people watching. Ah, you see, see the pictures from Media yesterday. The Nigeria wants to do their own over <laughs> over the top. Some people went to the mountain, they were praying for Chelsea. And you hear that? I said, you know, when they let us to go and pray, they won't go. They now, three children walked to the top of the mountain and were praying. Some people bought cow, some people bought all sorts of things. painted it, Chelsea, uh, things like that, you know. But what I'm trying to say, at the, at that very peak of his career, he chose to start a conversation about the souls of men. That did not, he was one of the best players. Basically, he was good at his job. You cannot be a you know, this is not this other, you know, it's not for you to say, you know, God knows that I'm doing this, well, that's why I'm not good at my work. No. So what I'm trying to say is that I use that statement for you to know that when the Bible says to do his work, you may not have a title in the church, but you have a responsibility by God to communicate his word to people. And as we begin to look further at John chapter 15, verse 2, the Bible says, it will cut off every branch that bears no fruit. While every branch that bears fruit, it prunes, sorry, I was the one that lighted those parts, it prunes so that it will bear much fruit. So, as far as God is concerned, it's for you to start. As soon as you start, is backing you up to ensure that you keep producing fruit. I'm very sure that if you followed Kaka's um, not even Kaka, there are a couple of them also across the football world but but Kaka did not, it wasn't when he got to the League final and won the League cup that he showed Jesus. Kaka has been doing it since his early days, so don't say that ah God, don't worry. To ah, I would declare your name. God is saying start here, start here. See, <laughs> I say start here. Amen. Jesus began to talk in John chapter four. He said, "My food, from verse thirty-four, it said that my food," G, said Jesus, "is to do the will of Him and, fin- and to finish His work." He said, "Don't you have, don't you have a saying? Saying it is four months until harvest. I tell you, open your eyes and look; the, the they are right. And this is part of the benefit as we also begin to. He said, even, even now, those who reap are drawing wages. So he said, those who are involved in this are now are drawing wages. What is wages? Wages is not gratuity. So God is not saying that what you can get, get in heaven. That's why the Bible uses wages. When this is what you get as you continue in your employment. So when you now put in resignation letter, they give you send forty, and you are not entitled to any income. But if it's a good company, they will do charity. Get charity, robot. employment rights have been terminated. Now, look at the terms that Jesus was using when he comes to bearing fruits. He said that they get their wages, they get their wages. God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody was telling me at the time that they were considering full-time ministry. Basically, God has called them to do full-time ministry. Not working. I haven't with that. But I know this person struggles to make up. Even in normal job. Um, Struggles get committed. I said, you can call your boss and say I'm sick, and you're not sick. And he is getting paid. Say with God, he can see that you are you are you are not sick. He will stop your wages immediately. I said, see, if you are going to do full time ministry for God, be ready to do full time job. Say God is the worst manager. To walk on that because <laughs> it would it would not see all oh, the way that you can say ah oh, you know. see you 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 are saying that full time ministry you woke up at twelve you you first of all walked all around your house you now pick up phone pray for a couple of people do YouTube video as a full time ministry by the time your your wages come you will see part time. Said if you are in because there was a particular person that was in full time in this, in this country, two young girls. And God was it. But you know what they do? They wake up 9 a.m. in the morning. No, they wake up early in the morning, 9 a.m. they are at the train stations sharing the gospel. They take their break and they go back. They close 5 p.m. Those are the ones that know the God that didn't You don't do two hours job, I you have five Maybe you don't understand God. Jesus. He gave uh, he, he produced five minutes of bread. He fed anybody. He said, please carry the leftover. Don't let. <laughs> No, left over. Put it aside. We need it. That is God. All this view of God is just lavish. No. So what I'm trying to say is that we're talking about the wages. Quickly, just because of our time, I'm scared because I might uh, dive into a couple of scriptures. Even uh, even more deeper. Now, at times one of the challenges is that people think that the ability to bear fruits—that that is, that is the, let me just clarify, when Jesus is talking about, food, there are two the kinds of food that we're talking about, there is fruit of the spirit, or there is a fruit that when you, the, the when a happens, um, when you drop and happen into the ground, it brings out the tree the tree will bring out another apple. So, what we are talking about is the fruit of another soul. So, when Jesus said, if you don't bear fruit, is and he was using the tree as an example, I am expecting you to produce another soul. So, when you turn up before me in harvest, and I'm looking around at all the mango and the uh, coconut and the con that you brought and I say, where is the soul that you have touched? The Bible says, and so, wh- what I just want to just quickly do here is, at times, it is, I think one of the challenges we have had at the Body of Christ is that, is, that, is that we are complicated. We have overschooled people. To the point that they cannot even do anything again. How many years did Jesus spend with his disciples? Three years. And within that three years, they preached to people and they want people to Christ. How many years have we been Christians? So if we were to be in the same class with Peter, Peter have us brother. Brother, (laughs) we only spent six months. See what we have brought to Christ. Um, (laughs) Uncle, you have been 20 years in the journey with Christ. Can you point to one? She has a problem. Are, I think that's important you know. <laughs> when you are in the when somebody did 3 years and is bringing people in to Jesus sharing his testimony there is somebody that is now most cannot point one soul in a year minimum, and it's come for others you know they say say? Mangoli, this is mango. This is where is the fruit that does not perish. I don't mean to make us feel bad, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to package us where fibers. <laughs> if that makes sense. Package us where fibers you know, even if you don't have a soul, it is time for you to reflect on yourself and say, you know, at times it's because, and this is one of the things that I'll be dealing with, at times you've made it so complicated. That is why I use the word of Peter, who just spent three years. And the, the first sermon of Peter, after three years' course, In fact, they got to a place, people said, these men have turned the whole world upside down. Three years. And I've, I was born into Christianity. So let us try to look at how the gospel is actually preached in scriptures. I think that's one of the major things. So we will we, let's try to look at examples. John chapter 1. Now, I'm just going to read this scripture together. And John chapter 1 from verse 36 is quite lengthy, but I'll just read from verse 35. The Bible says, it says, the next day John was there, John was there again, and two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, by he said, look at the Lamb of God. That is... A very simple statement. When the two disciples heard him say this, so he was talking about Jesus, and they heard him say it, then the Bible says they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following, and he asked them, What do you want? So, at times we think that the way God connects people, you know, he has to appear for everybody in the dream. He has to, No, 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 no. no. The Bible says that, they said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Jesus said, come, and you would see. So they went, so, so so they went and saw where he was staying and spent that day, please note that, that day with, with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's uh, brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and followed Jesus. Verse 41. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother. Excuse me, how many times have you spoken to Jesus? One day. And he's already preaching gospel. We have complicated this thing, Now let's go on. He said, he said, the first thing he said, he went to tell his brother, I have found the Messiah, this Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. And Jesus looked at him and he said, You Simon, son of John, you will be called Cathias, which is translated. Or uh, which is translated, Peter. The next day. Jesus des- decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, "Follow me." Philip, like Andrew and Peter, from one um, from the town of Bethsaida, Philip found Nathanael. Jesus was not the one person finding people. Philip found Nathaniel and he told him, "We are." the one who Moses wrote about in the law, about whom the prophets also wrote, please note that if this was within one day of knowing who Jesus is, how many years have I known about Jesus? Let's read on. Then he says, um, uh, then um, then 16, he said, Nazareth, can anything come out of cancer?" I said, come. and say please note the statement. I may not be able to answer all your questions. But just come and see Jesus. You may be fighting cancer. I don't know. Just believe in Jesus and see what he will do. I don't know. Have you seen Jesus here? cancer? I have not seen, but come and see. You begin to see these statements in the past scripture that we say. Now, please look at verse 47. The, the Bible says, When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, Jesus, he said of him, Truly, an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. In whom there is, there is no deceit. How. Uh, Then, verse 18, how do you know me, Natalia Hart? Jesus answered, I saw you while you were under the fig tree, before Philip called you. Please, Jesus said to Philip, go and call him. But God was already expecting a fruit from the life of Philip. Uh, You know, uh, God did not tell me that I should. I should, I should share the gospel to somebody. And somebody comes to you and says, you know, I, ha- I you know, my heart is worried. You have a friend that you know does not know Christ, or somebody that has moved away from Christ. And rather than taking that opportunity to speak to them about the gospel. I know. Until God, you see, God ministered to me before I can speak to them. Did God? Did Jesus minister to them? They just went and they saw somebody that they knew, and they said, "You know, let me share the gospel." I'm trying to bring it clear to you that these things are not as complicated as we have turned it out to be. He said, oh, how did he say because, ah, I don't know how many scriptures do I know. When they asked me a question, please, do you know all that these people had in common? Their own personal story with Jesus. They were not sharing Bible scriptures. This is what Jesus did for me. This is how I know who Jesus is. Your situation may be difficult, but how I know is that if you come to Christ, he and waits for Jesus to confirm his word. At least, people want to receive power, 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 power. 10 years you're receiving power, 15 years you're receiving power, and it's, the power goes too much. So there's so much power you cannot even walk. Some of you know. See, these things, it's also, you know, we've told it, and that is say, you that, that's why you're saying, no. Know, see, this country. Now, I think if I'm right, I'm just, you know, if I'm right, I think in every, let's say, every 10 or every 15 people, there's one Christian. Let's say every 10 people. I, know, I don't think it's that bad. But every 10 people, there's one Christian. So what does that mean? If I preach, share the gospel, and look after one person a month. Every Christian. By next year, there will be no unbeliever in this country. It's simple. It's simple. Ah! God! Oh! Romy, send me! I, I have sent you! <laughs> I have sent you! Go! Ah! There is no, there is no unbeliever that doesn't have access one Christian as a friend. But we have complicated it. God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm oh, sorry, I'm suspect. Amen. So, let me just show you another person in the Bible. Um, the woman that's here. The woman and the world. Okay, no. Let's 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 just go to Matthew chapter 28. Now, I want you to please read this scripture along with me, and as you see what I'm pointing out there, verse 20, Matthew 20 to 28 from verse 16. The Bible says, Then the disciples went to Galilee to the mountain where Jesus told them to go. So Jesus said, I am call, I am going to appear to you. So the Bible says they went to that mountain to appear, to to wait for him. Please, note verse 17. They saw him, they worshipped him, but some of them, but some still doubted. So in their mind, they were still doubting. Please, what do you think Jesus should do before he sends them out to preach? So God, you, your faith is not this strong. But look at verse 19, sorry, verse 18. Then Jesus came to them and he said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to you. Therefore, go into the world and make really yourselves. So Jesus was saying, you know, I know you are still struggling with a couple of things. But that does not stop you from sharing the gospel. Do you know what we will do? if you were to be a modern day, when we see that some people are doubting, you will do 10 classes, 50 classes for them to build up their faith. Then you now say, you know, you need to go to another level. You need to go to another level. Jesus is say, you know what? I can see that you are doubting. But see, all as you go on to share your, your story, your whole faith will honor God help us in Jesus' name. Now let's just quickly read uh, John chapter four. You said Bible says, "Then leaving the this is this is the woman at the well that Jesus met." Now, basically, because of our time, what happened in that story that that woman met Jesus at the well? Jesus said a couple of things about her life to her. Then, as a result, the Bible says she left the um, Ajah, and she went and the bible says that, see verse, 20, um, verse 28, He said then leaving Aja, the woman went back to the town and said come, please, it's as if the bible is just repeating itself come see the other one said, come and see said, come and see a man who has told me everything that I, I have ever done please note what she said Could this be the the, the Messiah? So that means that she too doesn't know everything. She is not an expert in, 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 in Bible preaching. The only thing she has is her story. And the Bible later, if you if you if you if you read um if you, if you just go to top slide, um, the next not uh, thirty nine, cause about time. No, to, yeah. The Bible says many of the Samaritans from the town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. She just went to the town. This is my whole story about Jesus. And am keeping. How many hours this is praying dis- dis- い- with Jesus? Let me see, the designed is going to hit and they came back. That was it. And within that short period of that conversation, she went and she brought the whole city. Some of us have seen vision, dream, prophecy. Everything. And are sitting down. Well, God has not convinced me enough. The Holy Spirit needs to speak on the earth. To what? To, should it be megaphone? So, before I, I just try to first of all let the Father explain to us that it is not complicated. It is not. Now, I want you to begin to look at, as we begin to look at um, Jesus in Luke chapter 10, the Bible says that, the Bible says, He appointed 70 others. And they went two by two ahead of him to every town where, where he was about to go. And he said, The harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. He said, Ask the Lord to send harvest. You know, this is what some people would do and say, uh, Send the workers. God, send workers. God tell us yes, but look at verse three. He said, "While you are praying, you go." God, there is no one. God said, "You, I, I, know, I like your prayer, but as you are praying, go. As you are praying, go." He said, "I am sending you house." Like. Like a lamp between the Now, please look at verse sixteen, and I want to, I want to, I, I want, to, I, I, I want to bring something home to us. And it says, he said, "Whosoever listens to, to, whosoever listens to you, uh, listens to you, listens to me. Whosoever rejects me, rejects you." He said, "But whosoever rejects me, rejects the one that sent me." Now, verse seventeen, he said, "The seventy returned." with joy and said, Lord, even the demons were subject to us in your name. Please, why would they say that? Because they did not expect what they saw. until you begin to share the gospel, you will know there is some level of the power of God you will never experience in your life. There are certain things you will never see that you can pray for a blind eyes to open. You will never see it until the day you step out and you tell somebody about Jesus and somebody said, if that God is actually real, open his There was a man. I saw the picture. I saw the, uh, the, 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 the I don't know if you came across the story. He's an old man. He was preaching at the train station. And a woman was shouting at him and saying, you know, shut up. He said, Jesus is coming. She was, she was sharing the gospel with her. And, things, and the woman pushed in. And the old man hit his head against the wall. And the blood began to come comfort. And he wanted to go and God, he said, he was hearing that God in his and he said, stand up. The woman said, I say you should shut up. So all of a sudden, the, the child also began to say, Mommy, leave him alone. He's, he's preaching. He's preaching. Mommy, leave him alone. And this is the Western. woman All of a sudden, the woman began to cry. What happened? That child was born deaf and dumb. There are things you would never see. See, some of us are seeing revelation in our dream. Ah, God is using me to do this. See, you would. It doesn't happen. See, all the disciples of Jesus, when the only time they healed people was when they went out. You know, a friend of mine. Some of us know him, Benjamin Nigeria, Part of how Benjamin started doing really, was that he was sharing the gospel in the train. I'm not saying you have to, but I'm just saying there are different ways. And that's why I use Kaka as an example. It's not everywhere that will start up in public and so things like that. Then Benjamin was in the train and he was sharing the gospel. He was around Stratford, Central our And people were shouting. And a man said that. You know, you you people talk about Jesus. If there is, if that God is actually real, prove it to us here in a train. Benjamin said he didn't know where he came from. He said, "Is there anybody in this train who's sick?" <laughs> and there was a think I'm not, There was somebody who had a particular sickness who was visible, and Benjamin knelt down and prayed for that person. And that person got healed The problem is that you will never put yourself in that kind of position. You know, you will never put yourself in that kind of position. So God is not pushed to the himself. Some will say, You are talking to me about Jesus, but see how, how my health is deteriorating you give your life to Christ, and Christ will prove to you within the month And see if God will respond. But the problem is that the body of Christ has been, you know, we, we, we it is, nobody is doing the work of God. When I walk of God, I'm not saying, do something. Nobody is, is carrying out the gospel. So, you know, you, you, you can only see it in your, in, your, in your dream that you are healing the sick. You can only see it in your dream that you are, you know, and those things are good. But it's only in the dream. To be able to see it, you must be ready to step out. Speak to somebody in your And see what God will do. God will grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. So when they came back, they were shocked. They said, ah, We didn't know that this is happening. We never knew. And things like that. And Jesus said, Said, I see the devil fall. He said, Don't worry. Don't rejoice at those petty, petty things. Say, rejoice because your name is written. God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. So, first thing, the, the, the part I've said there is that there are parts of your Christian walk that will never be opened until you preach the gospel. That's what the Bible says, These signs are followed them, that these signs are followed them. They, basically when we're talking about when we say going to this world and we're going to people because saying, these signs are follow them that believe in my name. So if you are not going, if you are not walking, no sign is following you, sign is staying behind. It is until you go, as you go, that signs go. And the Bible begins to say that you know, and, and why? Because God is excited. The Bible says that in, in Mark, Luke chapter 15, verse, it, says, it says, in the same way I tell you, there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God. Please, at times we have quoted this scripture wrongly, where people think that the angels are rejoicing. That's not what the Bible says. The Bible says there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over a sinner who repents. So who is rejoicing God himself is one dancing. I ask people, when was the last time you threw up a party in heaven? where Where God himself was dancing. Maybe maybe you've done, you know, we're talking about the anniversary, you've done the university. you say, how am I in joy, yeah, those ones are you. You <laughs> are praising but they will dance. But there is a kind of dance that God himself, as the scripture says, stands up to dance to. That is when one soul turns back your mind that you know I want to do party in heaven I want I want I want to play away in heaven <laughs> let people be seeing God dancing in why is this man dancing ah, there is somebody sponsoring the party in heaven. God help us in Jesus' name you know there are so many people think that the sponsor party in heaven and Jesus clearly says what happens God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, I'll just put it at that to say that as you go forth, you begin to realize the potential that God puts in you. Two, when you commit yourself to sharing the gospel, you would begin to see that God himself is excited over your life. Amen. So let's us let us just bring this to a close just with the um the testimonies that we have you know, you know what what happens because of our of our time. Let's go to Daniel chapter 12. We, we, Daniel chapter 12. The Bible says ah. see and I will explain it to us later on at the end see there are some prayers that are good but there are some prayers that are you may not need to pray it as such Jesus said eh? those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the, heaven, of the heaven. And those who lead many to righteousness, they will be like, like stars that keep shining and shining forever. So that means that those who are committed, everyone is committed to make sure you pray that way you are a woman. But you can prop it up with prayers. You see, one thing I've about scriptures. There are different channels, but there is one that supersedes another. Let me just give you a literal example. I can walk from here to Stafford, I'll get to Stafford. And I can drive from here to Stafford, I will get to Stafford. But one, we need pure water on the way to get to Stafford. And the other one will sit in the, breeze, in, the in the cool of the car.
1: By the time he has
0: done something, he, he wants to do. He's already back home sleeping. That was still seen on his way to try to suffer. They are both going to suffer. That is how the kingdom works. So there might be know no, but you know, I've been praying certain prayers. I've been working for Yes. but there is another level that once you commit to that. So he says that, he says that, he says, so rather than me saying God, taking it taking out your tongue, you'll be saying, God, you cutting me grace. I want to keep winning souls. I want to keep winning souls, and God will continue. Let's just read. Um, so again, see, the Bible says that those who honor me, or those who bring me glory, I will bring glory to God. That's what he said um, to um, God was talking he was talking to Samuel um, about about um, Eli, Eli or, or when he brought he said he said far be from me it's only those who hold on me up when he was going to bring Eli when he was bringing down the house of of, of Eli mm-hmm. so let's go to Proverbs please just out of our time the Bible says the a growing population is a king's glory so as you expand the kingdom of God. God is committed in his house. Now, you know, Paul was going to talk, and this is where we come to the to the point of harvest and anniversary. Paul said in, in, in Corinthians chapter 8, verse 5 He said, Ah, these people, we went to this church. Oh God! They were, you know, these people. They exceeded what we normally see in other churches. What did they? How did they exceed it? It's not that they gave ten million pounds. He said, the first of all, gave themselves to the Lord. Anybody that brings an offering before God that has not first of all given himself to God. Is there a of I am sorry. He said, ah, these people, they, when it comes to category of, of how God rates things, God is saying when they brought their offering, he was first of all checking is this person's life among the offering or is he just giving me an offering? Talking also because we are online and there are so many people watching. Bring up of kind of do not every offering. Not just commentaries, but it's not every offering. I got comments. That is why the salvation of souls is central. It's you should not be pick, picking an unbeliever who has no connection with Christ. a man of what? A soul, a man is on his way to hell. Then the only thing that you are doing, is you are robbers in your house. Because what is happening? You are stealing. You you are taking his money and shooting his soul. Because you, when you take the money, you are only giving him comfort that is on his God. It is well with him. Whereas, is on his way man He said, "These people, they exceeded in the my thoughts. They gave themselves first to the Lord." before they brought their offering. You know, I want my tell people, I want to Bob How <laughs> are to manage by the last. It's <laughs> scriptural. So I used you don't understand the Uber. Sacrifices. Sacrifices that no, they uh, say you know they call it cost here, but cost is like you know, uh, swear words. <laughs> Go to the interior, and you see cost. <laughs> <laughs> You see, cause, cause, you know, that you shake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I don't know, I don't know but you know, I don't know how to explain it. Why? Ananias and Sapphira, are close point, Ananias and Sapphira, they brought an offering before God. Please. Why was that offering? rejected? If you read the chapter before, there was a man called Barnabas that brought his own offering to the, to the apostles. And the apostles took it and the apostles called him the son of encouragement. That's So they now saw how they were treated. Because of that, they went to go and sell everything that they had. And they discovered that it was difficult. And they now took some out of it and brought it why did they get such a curse? Because that offering was given out of out of competition. <laughs> I will show you where that matter And the offering is only to compete. It has nothing to do with Christ. If you are going to bring anything before God, Please, can I have those, the, the, first, the second slide? The, 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 the first slide, the frankincense, um, and, and. Your offering has to be in these three dimensions. The Bible, when they presented an offering to God, they presented him gold, frankincense, and men I've explained it to us. The one, they acknowledge him as God. Two, so they are sorry. One, they are him as king, two, they are him as God, and the third one they are presenting that he died for their sins. When you bring an offering before God with those three reverence in your hearts, you will get a response of heaven dancing in life. I am sharing this with us as we prepare for the anniversary. So you know what God has from you to. looking and saying, when was the last time you shared the gospel with somebody? We have platforms the send that on the church charts. A friend of mine, take responsibility for one person. Can we do that? Take responsibility for one person. I know there are people you know See, let that be your own process of growth as you move on in Christ. Do you know one of the benefits that if you actually let somebody to Christ, it will also make you to stand, you know, it will encourage you also to keep growing. When you have a child that has a, a, a younger one, he wants to make sure that he's the best role model for the one coming. But when there is nobody, You know, they say the last time is always a spot Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. Have a blessed week.